I came up on bootlegs and scrapers, sweets, backwoods, and papers. Back when Kobe wore eight up on the Lakers, my daddy was outside getting paper. I ain't respond to your shit cause you a hater. Bye. See you later. Welcome to the happy hour. I'm Mr. Overtime along with my cousins. Roddy. Mikey Slacks. We also got a special guest. This is a big one for us. We're honored to have his time today. It's truly an honor. Hey, my shit doper than a bass rock. Round here we go, done when the bass knock. Open doors. Who we swinging? That shit slap. That mean it's banging. <laughs> Having La Russell here. La Russell, what's going on, my man? Beautiful. What's up, dog? <laughs> We're gonna get so uplifted from this young man, from what he's doing right now in the game. Uh, really changing it. So again, we're really honored to have you here today. Incredible, same. Let yeah. people know where you hail from, brother. I'm from Vallejo, California, man. 707. 707, Drotty. I know you had some wild times in the oh. 707. Mike, <laughs> <laughs> I know your crazy ass gets out there and hits out there too. Some legendary soil out there. Legendary soil. Truly legendary. Yeah. Uh, we got 40 Water. Of course. Uh, we got Mac Dre, his. Uh, we also got my boy Mac Maw, uh, a really good friend of mine. Be legit. Uh, be legit. D shot the click. Uh, Sugar T, we love you. But you the new wave up, man. Come on. And uh, what you're doing is truly remarkable. Uh, let's start off right now with uh, shouting out the company. Good company, man. Shout out good company. Shout out the squad. Uh, I like you putting your family into it because it's a family right. business. You let your fans invest in you. Uh, not only just the stock, but also is it yeah, individual songs cards, as well, right? Songs, yeah, I mean, you can invest in future catalog. I mean, I just, I never approached uh, the company as a company. Like, it's really my niggas and my mama and my dad. That's like, this is, this is, up. it's only a company to the outside. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. To us, we just doing what we do. This is really my homies and my family. So, um, I never approached it as I was building a company. You know, I was just building with my family and doing shit I love to do. And it snowballed. Yeah. That's Snowball, right. exactly. Yeah. Uh, and it's been doing really good during the pandemic, being, yeah, being yeah, at yeah. home, <laughs> for you per se. And uh, behind the scenes, we were talking about it. And uh, let's weigh in about that part on how you've been at home uh, catalyzing and really putting down a, a ton of content. Yeah. And uh, speak about that, not just yourself, but uh, artists from all over. If they ask me, no love's not fake. Had me a ride or die, couldn't push the hoes away. I broke her heart, couldn't look her in her face. In fact, let's talk about the fight he had in grade school. In fact, let's talk about everything that ain't cool. Like, I heard his daddy had tickets. We do everything from the crib. Everything, everything you see online and on YouTube for the most part has came out of my garage. And it's really me and the homies down there, even merch. We we produce merch in-house and ship it. My sister, my mom drops off Bay Area packages and shit. Like, they my really cousin are the rides team. along. Like, yeah, yeah, it's really Real the talk. team. Like, this is a, a a true family business, you feel me? And we we all we all can contest right. this. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Everybody yeah. here. And some of the biggest companies in the world starting a garage. Oh, so. for sure. Oh, uh, man, blessing. yeah. And it, 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 it's no <laughs> better way to build, you know? Like, I, I'd much rather pay my mom and pay my sister and, and pay the oh, homies yeah, than sure. to, you know, contract somebody Without or just doubt. go outside of that system. Like, we've been able to 
teach and grow, you know, within our network. And as someone that sees your content uh, of your daily uh, freestyles, songs too, right. um, they can see see the fire. I, I've seen it, and it caught eye to not just us locally, but people from abroad and uh, some really big names and kind of where I, I, I heard about you before I stopped doing radio myself. Right. But uh, I wasn't really following radio because kind of just wanted to get out, do my family thing, which I've been doing, uh, raising my son and stuff now. Beautiful. But the happy hour has given us this brilliant opportunity to showcase an artist. And that's why we had to choose you because you have so much going for you. And the fact that the company is triggered in that way with these freestyles, you caught the eye of a certain super big fish in the radio industry. So I watched the video and I was like, yo, who is this kid? This kid is incredible. Come on. And yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that's kind of where all the cuzzos we agreed at and we all said, oh, that's where we know him yeah. from. We've seen, we seen his freestyle on the breakfast stuff. Incredible, right. Man, the, those first two bars. African nigga and a European whip. Like we ain't come here on no European ship. Sometimes when people get under that pressure, they don't, they, you know, they don't, crack like that diamond right but you just took it into those two bars i didn't i felt like i didn't even have to listen anymore <laughs> you know what I mean? do, do you remember i mean right. i mean come on african nigga in the european whip come on come on bro i mean like i lost my shit and i'm like from, from you being from home bro i'm like that's my nigga yeah. you know what i'm saying i'm, I'm big juice yeah. and it's kind of yeah. like I don't know if for anybody else that had that same uh, feeling like me and I kind of snowballed and instantly Definitely. became a fan. So what happened after that Breakfast Club? How did you feel after being able to have millions of people? Because DJ Envy for Shirley put out there, there's like millions of people watching yeah. right there. People in them cages, how I'm supposed to say I'm free. Need a statue and a V, it won't be another me. I'm an alpha nigga, bet could take you from A to Z. They gon' watch me peel off, I'm on it like A and D. They put in on the show, could save it for A and E. I didn't put more dope out than Dillers in 83. Like, how did you feel after bodying that freestyle? Man, uh, alive, you know, very, very alive, very present. You know, we often navigate this life living in the past or in the future. That was one of those moments where you got to be present, you in know, the moment. And it, uh, it really right. It really makes you sit there. So I felt really alive in that moment. I can't even fully uh, put in the words. In the zone, you were dialed there, in, right? No second you know, guess. It was it was incredible. And then being able to walk out, you know, we we had a hotel right across the street. So as soon as, I, that though, right? as soon as I walked out, my mama across the street hey. and my niggas hey. and just oh, like, man. hey, you know, right. you, know you can't beat that, 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 that um, feeling. Yeah. And like like Envy said, get it right. It ain't L.A. Russell. Remember, it's Lil Russell, not L.A. Russell, not Lyle Russell. Get it right. What kind of caused the switch with the, with the name going from uh, Talk to Man, Support so to uh, what I we made know now? Uh, my album, which was called Silence Won't Save You, which was the first album I did under my actual name. Okay. And um, that album was really my life story, you know, oh. from the first track to the last. It was my complete life story. So I felt like it couldn't be told under uh, Tota Shakur, under a moniker, you know, like Tota Shakur came from just growing up in, in a block, you know, it's like yeah. you always have a nickname or just a name yeah. to do shit under, you know, so it doesn't come back that to you. Yours, There's no yeah. accountability associated with it, you know, right, an yeah. alter ego. So for that album, I felt like to tell that story properly, I had to do it just as myself, you know, fully like stripped down. Yeah, for sure. Natural, you know, right. shout out to our sponsor though. You gotta do that. <laughs> Make sure you Lee get Boy. some of that Frisco merch.
Ahead, Actually, Wade. I'd like to ask, um, what inspired you to allow your fans to invest in your music catalog? I'm allowing the people who support me and fans to buy a percentage of streaming revenue from these songs. You could buy a share and percent for whatever fucking amount you want to, you feel me? Man, a, a culmination of things. So I was, um, it started off with, uh, us doing the whole priceless thing, I was trying to think of how to uh, reinvent Nipsey's approach, how to repurpose it to fit my fans, right? Sure. And we came up with the whole priceless theory and it started with shows. I just allowed people to come pay whatever they wanted to get into my shows. And then wow, um, so we were going that's to original. shoot a music video that needed a really big budget. So I was like, I'm gonna allow people to just buy give me give me money uh, you know in exchange for a percent and then we're just like fuck it let's let's try to do it with the entire catalog let's you run know? With so it. Yeah. i i just think that very even just starting off like you said with that first initial thought there to just let the whole thing go i mean because if that don't show the confidence and just the right the foresight that you believe in not only yourself but like I know you said in some of your rhymes, you know, you ain't it's not just you investing your own money, you got your family, you got your partners, Come on. you got other people that, you know, put that in and that's why you working so hard to get to that level. At any point did you like was it like did you you know, you were smoking and it was like fuck, I shouldn't have said that. Do you really like do you did you stand firm to that? Like and do you feel like nah, will that man, ever change? I, like say, you know, say these next songs these albums go platinum never i um never i want that to happen i want my shit to go platinum and you know i have some songs where i'm only walking away with 10 percent of it because i get i gave so much to my mom my daughter the fans like i don't bro i have thousands of songs so i'll give all of one if i need to to make sure everybody's straight you feel me that's not a big thing to me um and yeah this shit is forever you know as long as i own my music i'll be allowing people to buy in and get a stake. I just, uh, the people who helped me get to this point deserve it. You know, it, it, it together, doesn't- together, eat together. They deserve it. You know, look at all these artists, Drake, Kendrick, Cole, Hove, who we've propelled to these heights, you know, and they, they did their work, they of course, work, of course, but- they're not buying the tickets to their shows, you know, like the fans have propelled them to these heights and the fans don't get nothing but music and experience, of course, through through the music mm-hmm. feeling. But I think there should be some monetary value associated with that. If I help you make money, right. I should make some money yeah, no, with no you. Yeah, no actual right. return you know, for putting so you on the I mean, because you, you hear people talk a big game, but to put it out there like that and it be what it is, I think that just shows to the greatness of who you are and who you plan to be. And I'm glad that you weighed in and you gave a small gym like that. Um, do you mind to care to give any other artist out there a, a little more knowledge of how you stay independent? I don't think independence is a necessity unless you have a specific goal that you're trying to obtain or you know something's burning in you. Some people need labels and uh, labels aren't bad. You know, if you could get a proper deal and the right people around you, Myself, I have to be independent because anytime I do anything that goes against my soul, it kills me inside. I can't, anytime I feel tethered or chained to something, it kills me inside. Uh, I, 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 we'll brainstorm some shit and I'll wake up the next day and I'm, and that, like with the stock, I thought of that the night before, woke up the next day, and that's what we were doing. We were selling <laughs> stuff. It, I can't wait, you know, that's like I, with the labels, <laughs> like they want four to six week lead times on singles and shit. Oh, man. I don't do that shit. I woke up this <laughs> yeah. morning and I said, I want to drop this session 
I hit Tieta, hey, I need lyrics for this. I want to post that 12. That's what the fuck we going to do. Yeah. I'm not waiting on that. You know, right. like you, the, when you when you start signing away your rights and everything, you just um, your future is tethered and, and it becomes heavily based on what someone else wants for yeah. you in the direction. Yeah. Not only that, Essentially, you're signing somebody away else is in that pocket no, You're signing away a piece of your soul, yeah. which is yeah. why people say they sold their soul, yeah. because like mm. you technically you are because uh, no matter like what you sell as a commodity, your soul has to deal with the effects of exactly. it. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, that real pushing P right there. Like, man, like with the current millennial pathway with these NFTs and heavily on the crypto, like, do you do you see the trend of that like really coming into the music now that you're escalating you, that to the forefront? You know what's funny? I seen a, a Kanye posted the other day and he wrote. Uh, I'm making real solutions for the real world with real, real problems world. and real products. Don't ask me about no fucking NFT, you know? And that's how I felt these past three months. Like, one of my boys have been like, ah, bro, you got to make an NFT. In the fans, you know? Like, mate, yeah. this should have been... Like, when I announced the stock, they're like, this should have been an NFT. And I'm like, but why? Yeah, I'm already... Why? I'm doing it right now. I just yeah. did it. I didn't right? need the blockchain yeah. to do it. The blockchain didn't exist. You know, and it's, it's always good to, like, be on top of the future and what's next, but there's also some things that can remain here and will be yes, a staple. Life true. is forever, For sure. yes, sir. you know? So I, I don't knock the NFT thing, but I've noticed a lot of artists and creators chase it as a money grab. Mm -hmm. And uh, I didn't want that for myself. I had an opportunity to jump Back. on several times early, but I couldn't find anything that made sense to my heart to do it. Mm. It was just like, I'm just doing it to yeah. to see it. I wanted to really offer something uh, tangible and substantial if I was going to get people to give me that much money, you know? I mean, to 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 have choices is always a good thing in life. Can't go wrong uh, with options. But for you to see that come to you, Master P said they were willing to come give him a million dollars. He said, nah, I'm good. Mm -hmm. Right. Like having those labels Pull up to the house. It definitely gives you some uh, assurity on both ends. You know, it gives you that assurance of like, damn, I was right. I am yeah. doing it because they see it. But it also gives you that uh, bit of, ah, hold on. Why are you doing this? Yeah, you know, like, yeah. like it, every, and that's with anything. If you, if I, even myself, if I come into an artist's life, it's because I see what's going on. I'm, I know where I could help, yeah. but you know, it it, it it plays that right, you know, and I, I just try to listen and I think certain things I, I look at as um, if I'm doing everything right and you're knocking on my door, why do I need you? Straight up. Oh, you know, like, why 100. why do I need you? You have to really be able to tell me what you can offer me that I can't do myself because mm -hmm. you're at my house. <laughs> and I didn't call you. <laughs> you feel Free. me? So, so, so that, but, you know, a lot of labels will really try to convince you that you need them to propel to the next, next level. They'll yeah. they'll tell you like, oh, you know, you can only do so much at this level or so much with this and this and that. That shit is just untrue. I, I just want to say, man, yeah. thank you because you're definitely what hip hop was lacking. You know, it's, it's a breath of fresh air to For say sure. the least. You know, and being a little older myself, I remember the days when you were saving up the little change you could put together to go buy a CD, and that was the right. CD you played in your bucket and listened to, <laughs> and you every song word for word. Right. How Repeat. do you feel? that this whole switch where now you see the streaming and the platform changing and these sales of platinum this and that and diamond to what I was used to 
and how it's affecting you know hip hop and music as a whole? Man, I, I think it's incredible. Um, I think it's incredible because we used to get those albums and we'll play it a hundred times until it's scratched, but right. the artist only <laughs> got paid once. Now, when I play that shit a hundred times, that artist gets paid You'll every time. So times. I think it's uh, more advantages. Uh, the only artists I often see complaining about streaming are the ones who don't own their work or who are getting paid a very small royalty of their right. work. Um, I don't have a complaint about streaming, yeah. you know? Like, Thank you. Yeah, streaming is a tool. I just told someone recently, it's a tool on your tool belt. Right. If you don't have to use it, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to no, use no, it, but, tools make but it if you're not though, using the tool, work. don't go complaining about yeah, it. Like it's, you it's a tool to for you to use, you know? know? Learn how to use your tools, that you know? That goes into, I, I saw a video of you when you were discussing um, allowing the fans to invest in your catalog. And you mentioned, you said, if you're playing my song every day, you know, you're, you're streaming it every day, every day. you're, you're making yourself. a percentage. Exactly. You're paying so yourself. that's very smart. Yeah. 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 Right. At that point, you're paying yourself, you know, and that yeah. was like my biggest thing in forming that, like really trying to find a way where the consumer benefits from the support that they yeah, give. Think exactly. about how many Nikes you bought throughout your life. Wow. And it's like, Mr. if, if, if you would have bought Nike stock, you would have made money every time you every bought time Nike. You bought and look, Nike stock, you know, you could spend a certain amount once. And it's like now, every time you go buy them pairs, I probably bought 10 to 20 pairs of Nikes throughout life, but I could have bought Nike stock. You know, so it, it's like, big well on them, <laughs> right? So that this is Same what that up. is. It's like people is playing my shit every day. We're, we're doing streams by the hundreds of thousands. And it's like, nah, if you already support me and playing it, come on, let's get right. in on this pie. Let's, let's split it together. That's what's <laughs> up. Gotta love that. I think it's key, like too, like one thing that I like about you, not only like on your platform, but through your music, you like to, you show your, your, your wave of emotion. Shit so fucking hard to stomach, rather lose a rib. How the fuck you tell a mother she gon' lose a kid? How the fuck you tell a child that they daddy gone? Then walk back in your crib and tell your daddy home. You don't see these fucking tears, you don't hear this fucking fear. If this message's not clear, it went in and out your ears. Cause it seems like so many artists only wanna cater like to if they're a backpacker or a backpacking, or if they're a gangster rapper, they just wanna gangster rap. And right. nobody really likes to show themselves through their emotions or just the range of their music. Because you think about the suicide uh, prevention, you think about COVID and what it's doing to people, mm -hmm. staying in the house. So you being so open like that, do you feel like it's good to stay like, uh, it, you know, in that creative process? I think that's the only thing that separates me. Um, so it's necessary. If, if I don't put my emotion in my life and how I feel, then it's just rap and anybody can do it. We can rap about all the same things until I start rapping about what I've been through and I've experienced. You can't rap about that, you yeah. know? So that's the that's the separation factor in music. And that's why a lot of people was like, man, all music sound the same now. And it's because there's no personal piece in it. There's For no sure. personality. Yeah. We can all rap about that. But it's like, when you get to the point, only I can tell Cage's story. Only I could tell Perfect. Only I could tell Dollar to the Rich. It happened to me, mm -hmm. you know? So I, I think it's very necessary if you I want live. to want to have longevity, you know? So I'm just curious, uh, who are some artists that you're actually um, not only fans of, but maybe influenced by at all? Yeah, I mean, I love Drake, of course. You know, everyone loves Drake. You hear a lot of Drake influence <laughs> in my music. 
Drake, uh, Drake is one of the big reasons I'm able to be expressive and very emotional through music, you know, and touch on certain topics. He kind of broke that barrier. That barrier, right? You know, I love Kanye. Let artists know that it's okay to... <laughs> Man, you know, it's like, this is what it is. Yeah, you feel me? You're going to sure. hate it or you're going to love it. Do you feel like there's uh, any connection to uh, artists that just, just rap to rap? To, to get the likes on the videos or get into like that? Or is there a difference to where you really put yourself out there and you really put something? Because people talk about that on social media. Like if I shoot somebody, somebody's there, they're gonna record it. But if I tell you how I really feel, not too many people record it. It's very hard for me to write when I'm trying to fabricate you know, this, it's just easier for me to tell you what I'm feeling. Just speak You know, truth. I don't I don't intentionally try to be the storyteller or the conscious nigga or any <laughs> of that shit. You feel me? Like, that's never my intent. It's just when I hear a beat, I'm going to tell you how I feel, how Exude it made truth, me feel, yeah. you know. And I have songs where it's more hype, but it's still very much my experience. You know, you listen to Hyphy 2020, I'm talking about me and my niggas, you know. Throw my own shows and I make my own dance. Velcro on my back, I've been sticking to the plan. No face tats and I never popped a Zan. Bar so cold that the shit probably scan. Play some Mac Dre and you know I'm the gig. Flow water, take a swig. Rap has became like the drug game. It's like once you figure out, oh nigga, I can make this much money off of it. Of course, you're gonna have people who didn't need to sell drugs or never sold drugs, but they gonna try it because it's like, well, I'm, a, I'm trying to go get that money, you know? Yeah, so you, you, you're you gonna have that in, wait. <laughs> man, you have that in every niche. You gotta think about like the NBA. Some people be mad at certain players cause they're like, man, they slacking off. And it's like, that nigga don't love a hoop. He hoop cause that was his <laughs> way out, bro. Yeah. You feel right. me? Like you, and some things are just for a check and that's how rap is. You have the passion players who were kids rapping and they loved it. And then you have the niggas who just trying to Hustle, bro. I feed my family this way. So, and neither of them are to be knocked. So, true. That, that's just how every every game go. Think about podcasting. Like everybody doesn't love it and want to talk about certain people, but it's like, oh, Rory and all of them making money. Uh, Let us do one. Eat. You know that, slide, That's just yeah. how everything in life works. You know. That's <laughs> real. Sure. That's real. Definitely. I mean, I do gotta say, you kind of threw me for a curveball with the whole Drake thing because you come off as so genuine and one on one, and not to knock Drake, one of the hardest <laughs> things going on in hip hop, but. To me, he kind of gives off that vibe like he'll say and stretch the truth to kind of get those numbers and sales up where you're coming True. from from the heart. Like you know, he always says, organic. Your on your shoulder. Yeah. Just. Yeah. I think Drake has a, a great ability to navigate both lanes. He knows how to do what's good for TV and also how to do what he needs to do. You know, when you listen to Western Road Flows and Bridal Path, these are Drake telling you how he feels, mm -hmm. but you can also go listen to uh, Too Sexy and it's like, nah, that, that's for the radio. <laughs> yeah. right, that's right. so I can make sure my kid gonna eat forever. Yeah. But I'm gonna also give you this because this that. is how I feel and what I love, you know? And uh, I, I try to, to balance that as well. Like, you know, I want, I want my shit to play in the clubs and, and have that bounce, but I also want to give you that real so it's yeah, just it's a balance you know right? we've never seen what drake has done ever in music you know we we witnessed it with michael jackson but that's a different time yeah. as well hey man you I know 
Man, Mike had motherfuckers passing out. Painting, yeah. painting, yeah, you know. <laughs> I that mean, was like, a, and that was a different know, like, type straight, of monster. Like, God. And it's, but it's due to the time. Like, people were fainting and shit back then with Mike because back then you didn't have social media. So you True. never seen this never person. Seen person. And then you get to see him. Internet, pre-social pre- media. Shit, you know pre-social media. Yeah, like, this is sure. almost a ghost. You know, like, yeah. this is someone who's like, bro, you're real? Like, before right, social yeah. media, they felt very, when I was a kid, Tupac felt very unreal. Like, I, you don't think of them as real humans. Yeah. You're like, even the way he lived is like, I, when I go back and watch interviews, I'm like, bro. this nigga not real. This is, this <laughs> is clearly. Nigga shot two off-duty cops, nigga, and didn't bro, go to jail, nigga bro. Did movies. He, he died at 25. Bro. I don't know yeah. anyone who did as much as he did in 25, right. you feel me? Like, it it all felt very fictitious. And, we, and so. that's really, like, only, like, what, in the eight, really seven to eight years of actual Bro. work, working, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Classic, exactly. classic body of work, man. That's why social I mean? media just makes everyone that much more accessible these days. And, like, when fans are around and see somebody, they're like, oh, take a selfie, take a selfie. Very Whereas crazy. before, if you were like, I met Prime. I know you did. See, that's the duality (laughs) of it. I got the fucking picture. (laughs) That's the duality of it. Because, like, back then, everything felt godly because you never seen them. So you dehumanize them. And then now you see people so much that you dehumanize them because it's like you're a commodity. Niggas look at Kanye and Drake as a commodity. Like, we all have opinions about them and we've never met them. We exactly. never shook their hand. We never hugged them. As soon as them niggas really next to you, it, you feel me? <laughs> right. You know, and, and that's the thing. Like, we commodify these things and they're humans. You know, that that's like my biggest thing and why I try to remain so accessible. When I try to come to interviews where I don't I don't just take huge interviews. I try to get For in sure. with everyone, the Definitely. regular everyone, Definitely. because Thank I don't you. want no one to dehumanize me. You feel that's me? real. I've, I've exactly. seen you making your way out here to some of the uh, to the Bay uh, podcasts and stuff like that. And I know you're in and out of state. We know you're someone that's uh extremely busy so thank you for keeping it happy for all the happy appreciate hour viewers out yeah, there of course. Uh, you <laughs> are our very first artist edition of the show and I, I feel like we couldn't have kicked it off with anybody Bless better you blessed us with so many gems definitely uh, is there anything finally that you'd like to say to people out there i just man just watch the show it's like curry playing it's like asking curry what he's going to do the rest of the season it's you know like, <laughs> i don't know but when i get on Lights. the court yeah. just be excited Hell you know, yeah. like that's man. what we're going to do <laughs> Yes, sir. So uh, why don't you take us into uh, the new video that you just released? Man, Let us so know about that. Dollar to the rich. So this was actually the video I was saying where the budget was high. So we were thinking of like allowing people to invest in, in exchange for royalties. But um, man, this video is uh, my life story in visual form. You know, we're thinking about submitting it to film festivals and shit like that. I got help from uh, man two incredible directors, Louis T. Powell and then Zay which is uh, he he shoots, he does Steadicam for um, Snowfall. Yeah, he, wow. he has a company called BCR Baby, Dope. 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 but yeah, <laughs> he does Steadicam out for Snowfall. Dope. So um, That's my man, he hit show, me and he, you know, he loves my music and what I'm building. And we all came up with an, an incredible visual script and mm. put it all together. Nice. And it was shot completely independently. We probably employed nice. about 30 so plus people that day on our own That's budget, man. you know? That's That's good. Good. Man, and yeah, it came out incredible. So we're going to be pushing that and it's just uh, an incredible ode to just mental health and, and trauma and just seeing the path of that and the progression of what that does to children just growing up. That's dope. That was good. You think we asked too much to get you to bless the stage with a few verses since we're here? 
I could get you something. <laughs> <laughs> High ass could be life tips from Sad Guru. White see a black man healing and call it voodoo. Even put you on the watch list like it's Hulu. You ain't outside like Matulu. Neither am I. COVID spread. They want to keep us inside. My password want to keep me alive. Will I live? Will I die? No one for show. Bitch, I drop a thousand songs. Just need one to go. Open book, tell you anything you want to know. Step inside of my lyrical ride if you want to go. On a journey, acting like fire could never burn me. Ever seen your mama on a gurney? Probably not, nigga. I done seen a whole lot, nigga. I ain't being nothing that I'm not, nigga. Grew up on the half, was nothing I couldn't have. Lower middle class, some people would call it laugh. <laughs> That shit make me laugh. I watch my pops work his ass off for that bag. Tell me how you ever seen a hundred K in cash. Went from living fast to 55 on the dash. Went from racing niggas to just let that nigga pass. Cause if I gotta come about this jacket, that's your ass. Heavy repercussions, get to busting over nothing. A casket in a funeral was never worth the fussing. It's cold outside, put your coat on, nigga. Either be the change or get your vote on, nigga. Know the flow water, get your float on, nigga. Seen a wave coming, copped a boat on niggas. High ass could be life tips from sad guru. White see a black man healing and call it voodoo. Even put you on the watch list like it's Hulu. You ain't outside like Matulu. <laughs> we here at the Emporium. Happy hour show, Bay Area, La Russell. Let's go.